With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dog Radio. Love Talk Radio. I don't even know what we got for opening time. Hello again. Okay, this hey, is great. Hey, everyone's playing together right now. <laughs> Look, there they are. I'm Wanna bite our friends? Don't, don't, don't bite your friends. Don't, don't, don't bite your friends. We don't bite our friends. We don't pull their hair. Friends are our friends. So we treat them with care. So don't.
Plus, I know yeah, we're going to we have don't... also some other callers call in, I think. Uh, I know Don and uh, Tom Sawyer may be calling in, as usual. And I also hear Patrick James may be calling in as well. Um, I think I'm going to try and schedule him for next week. That's that's funny that you mentioned that because, uh, yeah, uh, he wanted to be on this week, but you you scheduled this show. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep it as this show, and yeah. that's important. Uh, because, I, well, no, yeah, we, and I told Patrick. I don't, I don't I told want Patrick a guest to think, oh, okay, I'm already booked for a yeah. guest, but wait, i got to be moved aside because somebody else is going to come? No. No. So no, I, I told Patrick to, just to ask a question if he wants to call in. Yeah, if know. he wants to call in, so, totally feel free. But I was, yeah. if anybody wants to call in, totally feel free and... Um, what uh so what we're gonna do, uh Joe, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody who we got calling in tonight? Oh, tonight I'm gonna put your names. I know it. Tonight we have uh from the movie that's coming up hopefully pretty soon, called Shadow Theory, uh Joe Frostberg, the writer. Also, Christian, Kristen Hansen, the director. I'm sorry if I butchered your name. Also, Mia Tallarico. Uh, I'm sorry if I butchered your name, Mia. She's a young actress who's going to be our guest as well. And it should be quite And she's fun. six years old. So. Yes, and she's very talented, according to our guest, Joe. So should be a lot of fun. Tonight. Yeah, okay. and I'm kind of curious. How does she go from Disney to horror at such a young age? Oh, oh, we'll find out. We're going to find out. Okay, um, yeah. they're going to be calling in soon. I know Joe's going to be calling in soon. Uh, Nick, yeah. you have had such a busy, busy week. And not just with your books, not with just home improvements, but something terrible happened, and it kind of slowed down everything. Nick, uh, floor is yours. <laughs> the floor. Uh, yeah, hey, folks. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the, it was a, like a, a really kind of weird, bizarre, hectic week uh, and stuff this last week. For those of you who have been following uh, me and Black Bedsheet Books on Facebook. Uh, my uh, my dad came. Out. I was I was actually working on Black Bedsheet Book stuff in the office, and I turned around. My dad was coming in. He was coming in really slowly, and he really didn't know where he was. And he said strange things to me. And then I thought that maybe he was just tired, and so we tried to put him to bed. And he didn't know how to get in bed. And then we noticed that his um, uh, that his left uh, leg was swollen and stuff. Like it was last November, and I had to give him shots almost daily. Well, yeah, daily, every 12 hours. I have to do that all over again, it turns out. But <clears throat> we had to call an ambulance, went through a whole ordeal, uh, long story short. Um, and it was about three days in the hospital or something. But the thing was, you know, one minute there would be, like, a nurse that would call me and say that everything's okay. Well, if they're going to give him new medication, he's going to be up the next day. And then the next day would happen, 
and no, we got to keep him. And then another doctor would say he doesn't know how long he has to live. And then the next phone call I would get, it would be, I think everything's going to be okay. I never quite knew. Nobody ever quite knew exactly what was going on. But he's back home now. And it's, in essence, like it was last November when I had to, when I had to um, come over here and, um, and give him shots in the belly and medication and stuff, make sure that his medication gets given down by my mom on time and all kinds of stuff. But one of the reasons why we decided to relocate our apartment and move here and create Black Bedsheet Studios. Uh, so it turns out more and more that that was a good idea for me, for us to move in, me and Francie to move in here because of things like this. So <clears throat> I'm actually excelling 100% at my idea and <laughs> living it out. Uh, I thank God that we moved in. And it's cool and things are going great. For those of you um, uh, especially authors that are curious too about what's going on. Uh, you got the update about my dad and everything, but I've got some exciting things that are going on. Now, um, most of all the royalties up through last, the end of last year, are being paid. More and more of you are starting to get like uh, surprise. Um, uh, you've got money from PayPal and stuff, um, and also um, I've been. I've been working on a, uh, a Roku channel for us, and it's going to happen. I just have to figure it out, and I am slowly but surely. I've been working on it for a couple of weeks, actually. You can actually go on Roku if you have a Roku box, and you go on and you pass up uh, Hulu Plus and Netflix and Crackle, and you go down and stuff, and you see, oh, look, there's Black Hamster, and look, there's a channel for Francie and Friends. And that's what's going to happen. I'm compiling all the Francine Friends show for her channel, and I I want to um, I want to do on Black Hamster what I've been doing on Black Hamster at Vital.com. Only I want to do it I want to do it differently. I want to showcase like short horrors on it, like I've been doing. But um, you might you'd be able to flip through and watch whichever one you want. There's going to be the same with horror uh, retro TV and commercials and stuff. But also there's going to be something where you can explore uh, every title at Black Bedsheet Books. Like click on a cover and you get a video of the author talking about his book, and then you get a trailer of the book. And so uh, and I don't think any other Roku channel does that. The like 2,000, 3,000 Roku channels that they have. They don't have anything devoted to books like that, only it's going to be under entertainment. So and I made the announcement today on our Facebook group, group page, uh, Black Sheet Books at Facebook. So uh, check it out. Join. If you haven't joined that group page, it's a great group. We've got like over 200 members and stuff now uh, that are, uh, are fiendishly invested in Black Sheet Books. So um, we've got that also. Also, what's in the works is uh, a couple of years ago, we, uh, we were talking about um, doing something with Troma and uh, Miss Misery by way of like a Black Bedsheet Books convention. That idea has resurfaced again. And what made me realize that I can do it and I can do it pretty easily is, is having a book fair right here at Black Bedsheet Books Studios and have parking across the street at the church, have even events at the church and stuff. People can like rent spaces all outside and, uh, um, and, and sell their books. And uh, we could open up the garage door like, like the studios is meant to if you saw the video. There's actually a little teller booth where we sell our own books straight from here. Uh, so it's going to work out. Uh, 
uh, watch on, like I said, on on Black Bedsheet Books on Facebook. Um, these ideas I'm going to be writing about. I'm going to show you uh, my plans and stuff, and I think it's going to work out great. We're, we also, I'm also developing a um, um, a bookstore um, initiative. Uh, uh, much like the one a couple of years ago that I tried, and then I got sidetracked with pumping up more releases. Now it's it's coming to the time where I don't have to worry about any releases anymore. So I'm unleashing the kraken. I'm releasing the kraken this time. So with all this stuff, so we're we're going to be marketing directly to independent bookstores. We're going to have flyers for them, and uh, they can buy directly wholesale from us. Returnable books too. Um, they're going to be special returnability plans, unlike Barnes and Noble. So it's going to be like cost effective, but it's going to be great. Yeah. So I think that's about it. So keep watching. Go to johnwarden.com. Buy black bedsheet books. Check out our wonderful titles there. And uh, and uh, Francie says I still have more time, but I don't think I, I think I covered everything. Don't. Uh, Yes. Don. 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 Who's area code two four eight? It's me, Tom Sawyer. Ah, Tom, you got uh, any questions for Nick right now? Oh no, that's kind of cool about the independent bookstore because I got a place up in Alpena that might be interested in carrying my books. In fact, I just talked to them earlier this week. Oh, oh yeah. ThunderCon coming up in July, and I'm going up there, and I'm gonna meet with them then. So oh, cool. at least I could have some information to forward to them to see, you know. I mean, they treat me like yeah, a royalty yeah, or a king or a celebrity up there. So, you know, that's kind of cool. You know, if you go convention. on downwarden.com slash store, there's already mm-hmm. a program uh, I already implemented right on the site, which is wholesale for retailers. And that's okay, where cool. everything's going to be coming from, too. From, uh, so I'm going to be ex- exploiting that part of the website so that um, bookstores can actually go there and sign up and uh, and make a deal. Um, so it's going to be, I, I think I pretty much worked it out, too. It's going to be like in normal returnability, in the normal returnability universe, like mm-hmm. Barnes & Noble and normal retail, they, they give us about a month shelf life, and then they have to destroy our books. So that's going to be different with us. I'm going to be begging for two months at least. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'll make a deal with them that's equal to a returnability plan that uh, I, I want to avoid destroying books at all costs. <laughs> I hate that. And then paying for it anyway, or having them return them to us and paying for the postage. And that, I've turned, it turns out in the long run, that like, squeezes money out of you too. But I think I've got a lot of it worked out where we're going to be able to do that. Hey, uh, Tom, do you have a Roku box? Uh no I don't not yet I don't think so <laughs> to be honest with <laughs> you, you know really <laughs> they 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 sell them at like Walmart too and they're like Blu-ray players okay. you know how Blu-ray players come with mm-hmm. Netflix and Hulu Plus and stuff it's like that only it's a box without the player it just has the channels oh. but it has like two or three thousand channels and if you look into it a little bit there's a lot of independent channels. That's what got me into it was I was going, how did they do that? And then I realized that Miss Misery herself has a Roku channel, and so does our good friend Mr. Lobo. They have their own, and I thought, you know what, okay, I'm going to get Black Hamster on this thing. 
then I figured out how. So pretty soon we'll all be like $40 or something at Walmart. So whenever or, you know, it's it's just I guess we're promoting Roku along with it. But, I mean, still, hey, whatever works, great, whatever millions of people tool. have those boxes. So it would be like a great a great way to actually get our our books to the masses that way, you know, as far as advertising. Cool. All yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know. France. Okay. We got a caller. We got a caller. Okay. All right. Let's check it out. Area code four zero four. Your life. It's me. Hey, Don. I was supposed to call you. Yeah, it's all right. I figured out another way to do it, but next week you might have oh. to. <laughs> well, excuse us. I was just about to call you because I just, because you just messaged me. You said, don't forget to call me. And I was going to be like, yeah. we're going to call somebody. And well, you well, I, 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 te- I checked something out and it worked out. I, the other, one of the other cell phones we have had lo- minutes loaded on. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick was supposed to talk a little longer. Hey, you know, about the Roku. Okay. Okay. They, they they vary in different prices. It depends on what you get. You have Roku one, two, and three. Three yeah. is a hundred dollars. Three is a hundred dollars. I know this because we bought one last year. Yeah, yeah. We bought we bought one for forty eight dollars, and it gets like two thousand channels versus three that gets fifteen hundred. Oh no, three gets more than that. Oh, Walmart. That's what I thought. Yeah, I thought that 3 was just like an upgraded version of, of the basic one. But, wow, the basic That's... one <laughs> blew yeah. my mind how, how many different independent channels they were. Um, oh, I know. Yep. So, and it's neat. We don't really watch television anymore. We don't have cable anymore just because of stuff like this. I watch yeah. my news all I want, whenever I want, basically. The only thing on TV exactly. that I watch usually is Judge Judy in the morning at 11 o'clock. <laughs> so yeah, because we Judy's got we, three, three is the newest one. That came out last year, and we got it right after it came out. Ah. Hmm. Actually, we can plug in a USB, um, like a, a, a thing that has movies on it and stuff on the three. Yeah, you can actually get, um, I forget, it's not a USB cord, it's a different cord. But you can get it and connect it from your uh, TV to your computer and get even more channels. Ah. Because some oh. of them you have to pay. Some of them you have to pay for. Some of them you have to have the channels with the cable. Oh yeah, some of them. Yeah, yeah, I found that out too. But overall, though, um, the free ones are pretty good. Uh, if oh you no, get we got a lot of classic channels. Like Netflix and Hulu Plus. That's pretty much all that you need. And then all the yeah. ones that. Oh yeah, we get a lot of the classic channels because they got old movies on them and stuff, old TV shows. Until Nicholas oh, yeah, what I they were. I thought some it was of the a old movie channels. Got a really cool twenty-four hour a day Chaplin channel. Oh really? On that thing, yeah. I haven't seen so that one yet. Well, I watched that. Um, I'm looking on the box now because it should say how up to how many you get. 
Yeah, it says a thousand plus entertainment channels. That's all it says. Yeah, there's a lot of other different. There's like food channels and sports channels. There's uh, oh, live, wow. live internet channels where they broadcast live shows. Um, yep. All kinds of things. So, oh yeah, I love it. It's fun. Yeah, yeah it's a Japanese it monster though. The name Roku. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, it does sound like the Japanese Godzilla versus Roku, you know. <laughs> They've actually got Japanese monster channels on that thing. Cool. Cool. Oh yeah. They yeah. got classic westerns, everything. Yeah, just about everything you could possibly imagine. Everything under the sun. <laughs> you name it, they probably have it. If they don't have it yet they will. I bet you in a in like five years from now. Uh, everybody's going to have their own like, little Roku channel. It'll be like Facebook. They can, you can do private channels too. Oh, hey. Nice. Yeah. So, okay, Francie. Okay. All right. Here we go. So, what's been going on in your guys' world? Oh, not a whole lot. Getting thunderstorms down there? Uh, we are starting to get rain now. Yeah, we had a few roll in, so just in case, if I fade out or get lost, it's because of the storm. So, you know. Yeah, we're supposed to get a couple too, so I don't know. We'll see. But, but other than that, I've been busy writing. You know, I'm trying to. Working on the short stories for the thing from Uranus. <laughs> yeah, I love the title, so what can I say? Yeah, it's definitely great. Yeah, okay, so. we got callers. All right, area code 408, you're live. That would be me. I accidentally hung up, and so... I had to call oh, back in. Oh, I was okay. Just, I was just going like, oh, guys, out back. And next thing you know, I realized I couldn't hear Tom nor Don nor you so or Nick. So I got to look at my phone and realize, oh, man, I hung up. I got to call back in. And I'm like, guys, anyone hear me? <laughs> you know. I was wondering where you went to. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're waiting on our guests to call it. Okay, here we go. Area code nine five one. You're live. Hi, this is uh, Christian Hansen from Shadow Theory. How are you doing? Hey, how you doing? Good. Yourself? Oh, we're doing fantastic. Well, uh, first of all, Can't let complain. me say the buzz, the buzz about this movie is pretty freaking fantastic so far. Thank you. Yeah, Joe Forsberg, the writer, and Alyssa, his uh, his assistant, have done an amazing job with promotions by posting pictures that Alicia and Tony did from 412 Photography and everything. It's it's quite amazing what they've done so far. Very okay. nice. Now, now here's here's my question. You are working with a very young child with this uh, movie. Is it difficult to direct a young 
child? Um, honestly, no. Mia, Mia was great. You know, um, when she first uh, she first came to set, I sat down and I talked to her and her mom and kind of explained what we were going to do because I ended up playing the masked uh, killer guy, and you know, I just wanted her to feel as comfortable as possible because, again, you know, this would be scary, but because of you know, it, she's going to see the step-by-step process. I wanted it to be as, as fun as it possibly could be. And, um, you know, we did a couple takes to, to show her before filming, like uh, how I would pick her up and, or, you know, she was on the ground, how I would uh, grab her leg and then slowly, slowly pull her um, around, like around the, the corner and stuff like that. And, you know, she was, she was honestly awesome to work with. So was her mom. And, it was it was uh, my my first time ever actually working with a, a child actor, and it, it was beyond fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Because I've I've been watching these dance moms lately. I I don't know why I'm so hooked on that. And you see those mothers are like, no, you can do that to my daughter. No, my daughter, my daughter, and the. So that's really cool that you actually got a really cool. Really cool a yeah, really cool like a, mother and everything else. That's really cool. Yeah, the the mom was great. Um, she was she was definitely you know great to just chat with and talk with and um, again to make her feel comfortable and and me to feel comfortable. You know, I, I went step by step with them. I was like, this is okay. This is what the mask looks like. This is what I'm going to look like in the mask. Um, I don't want you to be scared, and I want you to just you know have fun with it. And then. Um, you know, there's a scene where uh, Mia's character is actually in a bathtub and she's supposed to be uh, deceased. And I was like, you know what, we're not going to add red to that. We're going to make it, you know, I'm a big Alfred Hitchcock psycho fan. And I was like, he made chocolate Hi. syrup look like blood and that's what we're going to do. And so I actually let her put in the uh, the cocoa powder into the bathtub with a giant spoon and mix it in. And she had a great time with it. <laughs> there you yeah. go. you got to love that. That's actually cool. what you just said because I have a couple of nieces back home in South Carolina where I'm from, and we used to build this big, scary graveyard for Halloween, um, and they were so young, and we built, like, graveyards and haunted houses for Halloween, and I had to take my nieces, like, step by step because the first year they were, like, totally freaked out. They were like, ah! You know, they didn't even want walked through the yard, and I, the second year, I was like, no, Michaela, Brittany, this is how, see, this is filled with straw. The man's really not a man. So, yeah, that's kind of cool that you're talking about that, that you walk with them step by step. That's that's really cool. Well, yeah, I mean, I wanted her to feel as comfortable as possible. You know, she's six years old, yeah. and... Uh, she's different than I was when I was at six because I saw in my first horror movie. I was four. I saw Child's Play with my mom, um, huh? and and you our make home. You me feel it, so old right now. You. <laughs> 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 so, um, like our house uh, in our old neighborhood growing up, you know, mm. our house was perfect for Halloween every year. So my mom and I and my brother and my dad, we'd all go out there. We we made gravestones. We made you know, we put webbing everywhere. We had like a guy hanging from a tree, you know, and we grew up in a, in a predominant Mormon town and we weren't Mormon. So of course, you know, our house was kind of like the house of don't go by them. They're terrible people. You're the house of horrors. 
That's <laughs> right. Stay yeah. away from that house. You're gonna get exactly. eaten. Uh, we we do have a couple of other other callers right now. I believe six five one. Six six five nine zero eight. Yeah, that's me. That's me. No, no. That's me. <laughs> that's me. Hi, hey, it's John Link. Okay, yeah, hold on, John. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out if we got Mia on because we don't want to keep her up past her bedtime. Mia, are you there? It's actually me, Joe. Okay. Okay. Oh, Joe. Um, hold on, we have Joe on the phone as well. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, okay, Joe. Joe, there you are. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I knew Christian could uh, waste some time while I called in. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't stop talking if I if I'm given that privilege. So, <laughs> well, yeah, that's fine. I, I appreciate that you don't stop talking. It it makes our jobs a lot easier. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, the thing is, is uh, Blog Talk Radio it keeps giving me this message. Our engineers are working on a solution, and I'm I'm just trying to pick up everybody because it's saying this caller was dropped, this caller no was calling back. So I'm trying to pick up on everybody I can. And so because if, if you're calling in, Blog Talk has this big blue go ahead, frenzy on top of my switchboard. And I'm trying to yeah. pick up everybody as soon as I see a phone call. And I don't want to interrupt yep. anybody by saying, hey, no, no, don't don't talk. Somebody else just called oh, in. Cool. So please yeah. continue. I'm sorry. Uh, Claire, hey, and, uh, Claire and Mia are going to call in. You're looking at an 805 number. Okay, okay, that's the number I'm looking for. Okay. 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 Uh, by the way, Great. Joe. Yeah. Joe, uh, how long did it take you to write Shadow Theory? Uh, well, I first uh, wrote the, you know, the full feature. Uh, you know, that took me a couple months. Um, obviously, there was a bunch of rewrites, and um, probably the hardest part was then condensing it into the short. So altogether, uh, God, I don't even know. Um, there are so there are so many drafts, um, especially since I had. You know, one uh, a different director at first, and then you know I went to Christian, and he just kind of let me uh, do my own thing. So um, there were, yeah, there were a bunch of drafts. It took me a long time to get this one uh, down with the twists, one that I was really happy with and didn't have any doubts about. Yeah, that's very good. Actually, it's kind of interesting that you talk about that because. I wrote a book. It's called Werewolf. First, it was a screenplay, and I had this guy that I wanted to be in the movie. He was a local actor in South Carolina, and we were talking to him, and, I, and he was like, well, that's great that you wrote the script, but you wrote your eighth script. Then we'll talk, because there's so many rewrites. Would you sorry, agree? Sorry, you're cutting out. I didn't hear that last part. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I wanted a local actor to, because I, I wrote my book as a screenplay at first. And I was talking to him, and I was like, yeah, I want you to be in the, in, you know, if this gets turned in a movie. He was like, that's great. You're on your first script. Uh, talk to me when you've written your eighth. Because 
because you're constantly rewriting the script. That, that's exactly right. I probably, even with this final cast, I probably, God, sent Christian like eight final drafts uh, of the script. Um, you know, I could probably send him some more. I'm sure I could always find, you can always find something to change. You always think you can improve on something, but at a certain point you just have to uh, take a step back and know that the one you have is going to be, you know, the one everyone's going to enjoy, you know, because you're going to drive yourself crazy yeah. if you don't pick one and stop. Yes. Yeah. That's very true. Uh, so, Christian, what was yeah. it like uh, being the director on this film? Uh, honestly, it was a lot of fun once, uh, like Joe said, stopped sending me uh, rewrites and everything like that. But, but honestly, by the time we were getting ready to go, I just kind of, I, I knew what I was going to do, how I was going to do it, and um, you know, this is this is the first SAG short I've ever done. You know, working with you know professional actors and stuff like that because I'd I'd done a couple of movies prior. Um, one I directed, one I acted in. But to be honest, this was probably when it comes to just cinematography and and the people working with and everything. It was it's probably the best thing we've ever we've ever done with my production company, CH Productions, and. Yeah, it was. It's honestly like I have no complaints. It was so much fun. We we all laughed and joked around, and you know when when we had to get we had a few shots that had to be one shots because uh, we only had like one set of clothes, and we're like we can only get this one shot, and we got every single one of those perfect, which was awesome. Which is always okay, good. Well, and I, I think we have Mia. I think. I do believe. Yeah, we have Mia's Mia. on the. Yeah, Mia is. Mia. Hi. Hi, uh, Mia. Let me let me first say because my nieces are gonna kick me in my booty tomorrow if I don't say this. Their names are Brittany and Michaela Weatherman. They are huge fans of yours. Thank you. And, and they wanted to call in, but they're on the East Coast right now, and it's like 11 o'clock there. What time is it your time? 8.30. Okay. She's in California. <laughs> so, yeah, it's 11 o'clock their time right now. But, yeah, they are big fans of yours, and they found out that you were going to be on my show tonight, and they, like... Flip their lid. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, now, uh, Mia. I think we all. Go play. ahead, Francie. Well, I got I got a big question for Mia because we were we were talking to the director and the writer, which you know them. They're both here right now. Yes. Say hi. Hey. Hi. Mia. hi. Hey, Mia. Hi. <laughs> She's so cute. Hi. Um, here's here's my thing. You go from Disney to horror. Is there a difference? I would hope so. What do you think? I don't know. <laughs> Good answer, Mia. Great answer. That was great. That was great. Yeah, I, I accept that answer. I accept, <laughs> and you get an A plus. What was the uh, <laughs> biggest challenge then? Yeah, we'll reword it. 
What was uh, your the biggest challenge, Mia? I'm, did you have to have, like, a happy face, or did you have to have a scared face as you're doing stuff? Uh, kind of both. <laughs> she is so cute. But mostly scared. Mostly scared? Yeah. What Was it difficult to do the scared faces? Uh, a little bit. A little bit? Yeah. Yeah, what What do you think is easier to do? Is it comedy or is it drama? Comedy is going to make people laugh and drama is going to make people scared. It's easier for you. Okay. Both. <laughs> uh, so- both, yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to act, wouldn't you say? A little bit. She makes yeah. it look easy. Yeah, I I heard that you did. Um, everybody has been talking so great about you, and that you did such a great job on this film. Yeah. What What was your Part about doing uh, of acting on this film. What was your favorite part? The cocoa bath. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that because you were just talking about that. Now, after the taco bath, did you get a straw and drink the chocolate milk? No. I would have. I would have gotten one of those swirly straws, and I would have stuck it in the bathtub, and I would have. Ca- oh wait, but there was there was a person in there, wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not a good thing to drink. You would have gotten. What What have you learned about doing horror? To have fun, whatever you do. There you go. That's a great answer. <laughs> she answer. is so adorable. She's pretty smart. You are too. like the, the most in. You are so cute. Uh, come on, give her props. Uh, yeah. You know, give her props. Yeah. She must. Yeah, I, so I told her she she did a great job. She did a great job answering the question. That's why she I did. gave her an eight plus. <laughs> you know, if I was in good. school, she'd get an eight plus. You know, if, if I was watching the movie, I'd be going, "Go, Mia, go!" She's the villain's, you know. No, you're, you're, <laughs> now, Mia, Mia, do you, how how do you take it when people are watching you? You know, you're walking down the street. I mean, you're so young, and my nieces even know who you are, and everybody knows how hard is it when you get recognized walking down the street. Are you used to that yet? A little bit. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) He is so cute. Okay, I got, I got... I got people that you've worked with. Uh, I know that you guys want to talk to this. She is so cute. Go ahead, guys. 
Christian, go for it. <laughs> Mia, what was uh, when you were working with me? Did um, when it came to the the mask? Was it, did the mask scare you at all, or were you okay with the mask after I showed you it? I was okay with the mask after you showed me it. Yeah, because like I said before, Mia, you know, her and I sat and we talked, and uh, she shared her candy with people, and um, you know, we. I- we just had a lot of fun with uh, doing her scenes, and she did an amazing job with, uh, I think people will be really, really surprised with, because, you know, Mia is a very, is very cute, and we make her very kind of creepy. <laughs> and I think people, and I think people yeah. they'll, see, they'll see Mia's range, which is, you know, the one thing that Joe and I really wanted to do, because we are fans of hers, and you know, I'd love to work with Mia again in the future because her and her mom were were truly two of the best people to, that I could have been blessed to work with, especially on this project, and that's not a lie. Yeah. There you go, Mia. You know, and that's the fun thing, Mia, you know, uh, to get such, you know, praise from your director, writer, and, exactly. uh, you, know, from, you know, from a film that we're looking forward to seeing. And I know it'd be kind of creepy if I was your age seeing a scary mask for our first time, you know, and unless the director told me, hey, this is what it's going to look like, you know, but if he hadn't shown you the mask until the first time, would you have been scared? Would you have been scared? I don't get very scared. Yeah, there we go. So would I. Yeah. Trust me. If I saw some guy in a mask, I'd be scared too. So there's nothing wrong with it. Um, but, you know, what What was it like working with Christian and uh, Joe, Mia? Say that they were a pain in your booty. <laughs> 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 They're really nice. There we go. Booty. Thank you. I think we uh. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I think we uh focused the most on making I, I it comfortable was from the beginning. I was trying to be a bad influence. I I was trying to keep these guys on their toes because that's what us women have to do. And Mia, you're gonna realize when you get older, you gotta keep men on your toes on their toes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, me and me, like I said, was great. And we, uh, I think one of the coolest parts, too, is, you know, with everything that we did from 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 the go was we made sure that, like, because there's, you know, we, we're supposed to have her look like, you know, she's, when she cries, you know, it turns red and stuff like that. And there was a cool little makeup and, you know, we showed, we, we ended up putting it on her and showing her what it was going to look like. And um, like I said, it was, uh, working with Mia and, and her mom was, was truly just cool. And, you know, we got to have a lot of fun, too. I mean, we, you know, we we did take after take of different shots and stuff. But um, everybody on set, like I said, was just, it was just such a cool time and such a fun time with everybody. And, and that, I think the, the cocoa tub bath scene is one of the best shots of the short because it is very 
uh, emotional. And again, uh, Mia did a did a great job in in, in preparing the the cocoa water and and just doing an amazing yeah. job in that that scene. Now, now, you you were talking about the scene is up. Um, can we watch it right now, or do we have to wait for the movie? You have to wait for the movie. Because oh. Spoilers. Yeah, uh, spoilers. We don't we don't want to give too many spoilers because then no. people will figure out the movie and go, no. hey, I heard all about the movie. I now don't need to check it out." But I want people to go check out Shadow Theory. I really do. When it gets available, it guys, go. It actually sounds like one of the best movies that could have been like made today. You know, forget Poltergeist, forget all the rest of them. Go to the shadows. Honestly, yeah. it's, it's going to be a great movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. I can't wait to go see it. It, it, no, it honestly no. will be really cool to see. It's going to be, like I said, you know, we're kind of giving some of the stuff away with Mia because, you know, again, she's she was so awesome with it. But I, me telling you really won't do it justice until you see it. And I think you guys were all, are all just going to be blown away by by her and then the rest of the cast as well. I think that was the, uh, her scene was the most important for sure. Uh, yep. You know, there's gore, you know, there's, you know, controversial scenes and great acting, but um, just the fact that she is, you know, so cute and such a great actress that we put her in that particular scene, that scenario, um, and just how how she pulled it off is uh, definitely the, you know, the scene that's going to be talked about. It sounds like it. I can't wait to see it. You guys have built suspicions. Suspicions of. Yeah, I think that's the word. Now, Mia, let me ask you this: because you you did this movie, what do you think? are you going to be at horror conventions? <laughs> you going to be able to watch? Are you going to be at horror conventions? She's only six, so this is her mom. I don't think that she'll start going to any horror conventions. <laughs> oh really? Oh, that would be so awesome if she was to show up. I, I'd I probably mean, have to go check it out first see... myself. Oh, okay. So that's a no. Okay, they're, they're pretty that's safe. No. There's just huh? you know, give her some time. Give her some time when you know, you know. I personally, you know, would never ever, you know, you know. Go. Well, I. I personally think it's great because I've heard so much about this and I've done a lot of research about this and everything seemed like it turned out fantastic. And, and Joe, my gosh, how was it writing this for you? I think... We're asking Joe, uh, how was it riding? Before I answer, if you guys have one more question for me, I know she has to uh, go to bed. She has to go Okay. Mia? um, Uh, Hold on. I got one. We just wanted to say. I want to. Go ahead, Joe. I was going to say, Mia, I wish you all the best with the shadow theory. And hopefully when it comes out, everyone will go and see it. There you go. Yeah. 
I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, Mia, for coming on and talking and with us. Like I said, my two nieces were like, oh, I wish I could call in, but they're on the East Coast, and they're 11 o'clock tonight. Um, do you want to say uh, hi to Brittany and Michaela Weatherman? Okay. Uh, here we go. <laughs> say hi, Brittany and Michaela Weatherman. Thank you, Michaela. You have a great night. Okay. <laughs> you too. You're welcome. All right, oh, Dave. Isn't she... Good night, She's Mia. so adorable. Good night, Mia. Good night, Mia. Good night, Mia. Okay. She's so cute. She, she is. is just She's adorable. adorable. Uh, so... Joe? Yeah. Uh, Brenzi asked, what was it like to write Shadow Fairy? Um, you know, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It definitely, uh, you know, I would put it, uh, as number one on the hardest things I've ever, you know, had to do. Um, the, the psychology aspects were, you know, came really easy and the, the overall theme was easy to come up with just because I go to school for psychology, but um, when it came to the dialogue and, you know, writing people's lines and trying to get into each character's head, um, including, like, parents, you know, stuff like that, it was it was extremely difficult, uh, you know, since, you know, I don't have any kids, so um, overall, it was a great experience. Um, it was even better watching Christian bring it to life because, you know, there were certain scenes that... Um, he he changed for the for the better, or you know we worked together to uh, just it, yeah it, it was an awesome experience overall. Yeah yeah yeah. Sorry about the echoing, but uh, Tom Sawyer or Don, you have any questions? Well, <laughs> we're chatting. <laughs> Anyone? Uh, I guess it's just me, Joe Flynn, with I, Christian. I gotta, I gotta ask you. I mean, what what made you come up with this? I mean, it's a, it seems like it's a very dark movie. Oh. Joe, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, I hear. Yeah, we. Yeah, hear it you. seems like it's a pretty dark movie. Um, I mean, what made you? I mean, I know you're talking about battling your own demons, but, I mean, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, the hardest hardest thing, in my opinion, in writing anything is coming up with a plot. And coming up with a plot is, like, the hardest thing to come about. Do you dream it, like... I've I've actually had dreams where I'm writing something, and you came you come up with these characters that you've never even met before, and yet you're so friendly with them in your dreams. Would you say that that's a part of it? Joe, Hello? you there? Forsberg, okay. you there? 
keep I keep seeing that we're dropping all these calls. I was wondering because I didn't hear them. Can you guys yeah, hear me? Yeah, I think it's uh, I think yeah, I've gotten like six callers that just dropped. Huh. I, and our engineers are working on a solution for the audio issues. In the meantime, well, yeah, I'm getting this big blue box. Okay. Can you guys well, hear apparently me? they're not working fast enough. Uh, apparently not, because they're dropping all of our callers. And in that same blue box, I'm seeing all these dropped. Wow, that's uh, crazy. Fix is delete, delete your browser cookies and clear your browser cache. Black Talk Radio has, it's not my fault. We just, no, we it's just, their yeah, fault. We totally, I just, we just totally lost all of our callers. I've got like five callers already dropped. Wow. They're really screwing John up Link, tonight, are you they? still there? Is anybody, yeah, I apparently. Haven't, I haven't heard him in a while. Apparently, the engineers are, look, Nick. Okay, hold on. Somebody call back in. Okay, I'm back. Hey, nine five one. Christian. Christian. Okay. I Uh, I can hear everything you guys said, but I couldn't talk. Problems right now. I keep getting all these callers dropped. Uh, Their engineers are working on the solution. Okay, there's one link. Yeah. Now, still here. Yep. Yep. I'm still here. Uh, Joe. Really good actor for you. Are you ready for a really good actor? Sorry. What was sorry? What was the question you got stepped on? I I've got a really good actor in the wings for you right now. That okay. Work with. His name is John Link. John. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, John so, Link, uh, tell him everything you've done. Uh, let's see. From my first, the first movie I was in, I involved Vampire. That was uh, 1997. Uh, mm-hmm. Then Gladiator Eroticus, Mistress Frankenstein, Titanic 2000, um, Spider Babe. Lord of the G Strings. Uh, I'm gonna see what else. Mm-hmm. It's hard to rattle them all off. Um, hey, he's done a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, more recent ones. Um, I'm in Hollywood Warrior, which isn't out yet. I'm in the um, Blood Wings with Lynette Quigley, which isn't out yet. Which um, he got to the, uh, French kiss with Nate Quigley. Well, I hope they use that scene. <laughs> well, <laughs> there you um, go. He would hate yeah, to um, all that. Now, uh, let's see. Uh, and the uh, Bigfoot Blood Trap, which isn't finished shooting. Uh, let's see, what else, nice. what else, what else? Oh, I was in Deep Flowered, uh, uh, starring uh, Robert, the late Robert C. Dar. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, 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 and a lot of other stuff that I can't remember right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. John oh, yeah, um, everywhere. What bet in the House of Knives? Uh, um, oh, um, 
uh, invasion of the reptoids. Hey, uh, and, uh, trust me, uh, Christian, I make up none of these titles. They're actual movies. <laughs> actual they, movies, they yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. all on. They're all on video. Act two. Okay. No, that's. I those titles. Trust me, I've seen so many horror movies. I, you know, I'm one of those horror guys that if 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 something catches my eye that has an interesting title, you know, I'll definitely give it a shot and I'll watch it because, you know, I started. Yeah, I I was I started by creating an. Uh, uh, you can catch them oh, on Road with a couple of his titles, he's he's really a great actor. Yeah, and we've, yeah. we've dropped we've dropped all the calls, and I hate it. Um, Blog Talk Radio dropped the calls. It wasn't us. Uh, we dropped the calls, so we're winging it now. And you called back in. Thank goodness. So we're going to Joel, uh, Joel's uh, phone died. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. So Brad. I got this. Big blue block, and Nick, you're witness to it, and <laughs> and they're dropping my calls, and they were dropping oh. them from the go. So, well, they, so you're we apologize. We apologize to anyone who's trying to call in. Uh, trust us, it ain't us because we pick up people. We want you to call in. I need oh yeah, to call definitely. In. We no, are there, always Don. this unprofessional. Huh? <laughs> I just said, there you are. And Mr. Director, uh, we are always this unprofessional. Trust me. Yeah, that's hard to do. to get listens. Things happen. You're going to get no, listens no. tomorrow. I promise you that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, Christian, how long movies. have you been a filmmaker? Um... Well, the first thing that I ever actually did is I used to do, I created a puppet named Astley back in 2010, and uh, I used to do Astley's Traptastically Horrific Reviews. Um, nice. But, but I did my first film, directed it, wrote it uh, in 2012 called Sledge. It's available worldwide distribution right now. Um, that was the So that was actually the first thing I ever wrote and directed. And then we have another movie coming out. Here shortly, uh, my buddy C.J. Wallace wrote and directed it. It's called BB. Um, it dives into the world of cam girls. It's another, like, thriller, drama-type film. Um, and then, of course, we just did Shadow Theory. So, technically, I've been making videos and stuff since 2010. Uh, films, though, not until 2012. Ah, there you now, go. That's good. Wow. Here's Go ahead, when, when I was going to college and... Um, I was at a community college at first, and everybody, all the, the administrators that was trying to help me sign up for my classes, they were like, well, what do you want to major in? And I'm like, film. And they were like, uh, how do your parents feel about that? And I'm like, well, my parents would like to retire early. <laughs> how do you think they feel? Did, I mean, did your parents, if you were to say to your parents, you know, at that time, what was their response? Like, film? No, you got to be a doctor. Well, my my career, my profession is I'm in the military. I'm, I'm an actual, I'm an Iraq war veteran, and oh. I'm still in. And so my, thank yeah, you. my, thank you. So my my job 
like is I'll I'm I'm gonna retire in the Air Force. Like one of my honest like one of my people I look up to is uh Lieutenant Colonel Rob Riggle. He's actually uh in a bunch of Will Ferrell movies. Uh he was in the new Dumb oh, and Dumber I love Will. uh too. Yeah, I mean uh he retired as lieutenant colonel recruiter in the Marines and that's kind of, you know, the way that I wanna I also wanna go. Um so when I went into film like I've been writing since I was a kid, and my mom and dad have always supported me. I've actually done stand-up comedy with my mom before. Like, we used to do a, sh- a show together. Um, so oh, it's one of those... That's cute. So that is like, awesome. I'm going to go... Yeah, it's like one of those, I'm going to go make a movie. And my parents are like, cool, good luck, have fun. Because um, we made oh, a pledge for eight... Great. Yeah, we made Sledge for $800, and I got worldwide distribution on it after pretty much plugging myself for three years to every distributor, every horror website, everybody I possibly could. Um, so seeing the publicity... me, no. <laughs> like, see, that's the thing. is like pu- the publicity we're getting for Shadow Theory is, is amazing just because, again, like... You know, we posted the pictures, the, uh, the posters and the video, you know, the uh, pictures of Mia and everything like that, and it's really taken off, and that is just really cool to me because when Sledge came out, you know, I was posting pictures and, like, you know, I got I got some, I got, I have a really good uh, indie fan base from it, um, but this Shadow Theory thing is taken off, and it's just awesome. It's yeah, really cool I to see. Indeed is through the roof. Yeah. Have you and, seen that? Yeah, and that's crazy. <laughs> you know, because this is, this is a short film to get us, to help us get a budget for the full actual feature film. And it's really, like I said, really cool to see all the all the publicity and all the support like you guys are showing us to, to help us out and, you know, help us get yeah. this actually out there. Well, the cool thing, the cool thing about this is, and you know, I'm 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 really nobody, honestly, I'm not, and I get to talk to such great people like you guys, and you, every time I do a radio show, it does inspire me because you guys work so hard to do everything possible to make your vision come true. And I respect that, like, 100% above all. You guys are the leaders. Forget about Steven Spielberg. You are the guys who are working so hard, so much harder than he is. And you know what I'm saying, and it's no disrespect to Steven Spielberg. He worked hard to get this done, too. But the fact oh, yeah, is, right. you guys are still digging in the dirt, and you're making everything make uh, be possible and to make your dreams come true, and that is so awesome. Well, thank yeah, you. I mean, yeah. honestly, when it comes to, like you mentioned about Spielberg, like two of my all-time favorite, actually my two all-time favorite movies are An American World in London by John Landis and Jaws uh, by Steven Spielberg. Movie. Yeah, and the thing about Jaws right. is it took him a year, and he yeah. lost, like, I'm surprised he didn't lose his mind because he he feared losing his job every single day going on set because of all the terrible things that went wrong, you know. And John Landis, you know, he made American Werewolf in London, but he wrote it years prior, and he never thought he'd actually get it made because of the fact that, you know, he was a comedy guy, and nobody right. got 
that American Wolf in London was supposed to be a comedy horror because comedy horrors weren't big yeah. back then. I mean, you had Bud Abbott and Lou Costello meet Frankenstein, which is my all time one of my all time favorites. Um, yeah, definitely a classic. My all time favorite yeah, actors. What was that? Gene Wilder, one of my all time favorite actors. Oh yeah, I love Gene Wilder, but and it's and it's it's honestly one of those things. Like one of my all time favorite stories is. John Landis calling Rick Baker, and Rick Baker's been hired to do the howling. And John Landis is like, we got the money. We're going to go do American Werewolf in London. And Rick's like, wait a minute. What are you talking about? I'm going to do this other werewolf movie. And John Landis almost lost his mind because, you know, he's like, wait, did you show him the change head Did you show him this? Did you show him that? Um, I mean, that's why, like I said, Werewolf in London and Jaws, just because of what both those guys had to go through to get it made, and oh, yeah. I haven't I haven't met Spielberg yet, but he's he out of the I, horror I realm, have... he's the last person I want to meet. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll I, I can't. I really want to meet him. I'll tell you this much: I have met John Landis. I've met John Landis. Really nice guy. Yes, he is. Uh, oh! yeah. And it's crazy because. Since we're out in California, and I don't know where you are, Christian. I'm in Corona, uh, California. Uh, oh, Corona, okay. Uh, I'll be heading down to Burbank hopefully in September. So, uh, can Son of Monster people. Palooza? Yes. Son of Monster Palooza? Yep, I'll be there too, Saturday. Yes, I'll be there the whole weekend. We because need to- a live show from that. Oh no! Yeah, that would be yeah. that would be awesome. <laughs> we need to well, yeah, I'll be there. Joe, uh, you if you're gonna do it, I'm gonna be kissing up to somebody else and saying he can walk around with the phone. Well, you know what I'll do. It's like what I'll do if you if you really want to do it, I will t- just sit where I normally sit. For anyone who does not know, and it's easy to find me out at uh, Monster Palooza or Son of Monster Palooza, which will be my first time going to Son of Monster Palooza, because I'm always awesome. at Monster Palooza. Really uh, funny. Yeah. Hey. According to all my friends, Francie, all my friends oh, my who have ghosts, they both go. They both go to Sun and Monster, and um, oh, go ahead, Joe uh, or Christian. Uh, that was you. That was you, Joe. There's an echo, but it's okay. Yeah, there was an echo. That was you. Okay, sorry. I thought it was uh, me getting killed off again. Uh, No, but (laughs) as I was going to say, yeah, there's. Is that right I don't know who it is, but I apologize. But just look for me at the chairs by the fire pit, and uh, you'll find me because I'll be wearing a black top and a hat and a yellow jacket, and it's easy. Uh, I'll be hanging out with some filmmakers. And stuff like that, so, and actors and actresses, so, our friends, so, and that's the thing, it's, you know, I can have whoever's with me get on the phone line with us, if you like, Francie, you know. I I think we should do this. 
Um, here's, here's, we were talking about the howling, and I, I love this story because we had Belinda on the show who was Blasty. the star of the howling. Yeah, Belinda yeah. Blasty. And mm-hmm. she actually seen how they warped, there was like no CGI, it was done with a straw. Did you guys yeah, know that? Um, yeah, with the special effects and everything. With the straw that was bigger and bigger to transform the werewolf, and that was so amazing to know that there was no CGI. They did that out of a straw. Yeah, wow. they had the uh, they had the uh, what what is it the the bladders under the the skin that they would pump yep. and stuff like that to get that to go and. Honestly, my my favorite thing about the howling is uh, the love making scene when they're transforming into werewolves yeah. and then the very oh, end yeah. the cartoon, the final <laughs> yeah, part oh, yeah. of the cartoon. That's like one of my all time favorite scenes ever because it's just like wow they ran out of money and that's how they that's how they made up for it which I thought was awesome. That's yeah, true. And they, they pulled it off. She was she was such an amazing guest. Also, we've had her on the show, and she told us how everything was made on that movie. It's like, what? And it was really cool. She like, okay, I just thought I'd mention that. No, that's that's great. I, like I, I said, I'm I'm yeah, a big werewolf nut. Werewolf, like honestly, the werewolves are are probably my all-time favorite uh, monster. I grew up watching The Wolfman with my grandfather, and um, I, yeah, my book. Yeah, it's and, and of course. Uh, uh, some uh, cool news uh, for all you fans. Uh, Dark Dell, you gotta love Dark Delicacy. Uh, coming soon, Neil Marshall signing the Blu-ray of Dog Soldiers, the last uh, decent werewolf movie besides Ginger Snaps. So there. Cool. Oh yeah. Okay. Dog Soldiers, uh, I actually, I was at an event where Neil Marshall was there, like it was uh, the Holliston signing, I think. I got to meet Mick Garris, and I look over and I saw him, and I, but I, oh, yeah. I, I felt like I felt like I was ha- I was coming down with the flu, and I and I actually did come out with the flu later that night, so I took the the high road and didn't end up going and saying hi to him because I didn't want to get him sick. So I'm hoping yeah. to, uh, to go to that event I to actually meet him. Yeah. That I gave yeah, you something Mick, for me. Oh, hold on. Yeah, uh, yeah Mick is great. Mick is uh, one of those nice guys as well. Uh, you know, it, it, it's crazy. I was, I would think if you're at Monster Palooza, I got to do the Holliston panel thing, which was great. So. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Uh, Nick, uh, who's actually. Uh, an author has his his book signed out at Dark Dallas one time. Uh, right, Francie? Yes. Oh, fr- he's yeah, there talking we go. to. Oh wait, here he is. Nick, do you want to say something? I, I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, the the dog soldier signing is like June twenty third. Right. Nice. Being werewolf, yes. Okay, uh, yeah. I want to send you a ebook copy of my book for free. It's called Werewolf. Awesome. With a W H. 
with a, a I, white I bear. Well, I have to agree. Werewolves are at the top of the line. Did you, John, you liked it? I love werewolves. I haven't read your book yet, but I like werewolves. I just think wolves in general are like way up there. Oh, you, know, at the you top haven't of the read? List. My, oh my gosh, I got to send you a free ebook too. Okay, John, cool. Have, you, have I sent you a free ebook of it yet? Yo. Mm. No. 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 Have no, I? No, no, no. Have you read Werewolf yet? No. Uh, I, I am had one. a terrible host. Oh, oh you need to get day. on this because Werewolves are cool, and I don't care what anybody says. I like the Twilight movies, okay? Because the uh, the wolves in that movie. Mind, I will not. Twilight. It's it's not. more comedy than it is. Yeah, but come on, look at how Jacob and all those. Guys turned into the wolves. I mean, the one werewolf is going like dressed down because he doesn't want to rip his clothes. There you go. Uh, Yeah, but you gotta you gotta admit the way they did it and changed them from from the people into the wolves. I mean, it was just awesome. Werewolf two. My werewolf is gonna have OCD. There oh, great. Go. That ought to be good. And what do you the, think of that, Christian? The woman that he takes with him is going to be a vegetarian. I mean, come on. Oh, damn. <laughs> no, I think that's I great. Um, you, you talk, I think it's awesome what you did with your book. Like, back in 2010, um, I ended up uh, self-publishing a book called uh, The Fat Kids Wolf Your Revenge, Not for the Weak-Hearted or Mature-Minded. Um <laughs> I wrote it based on a blog, like uh, I, pretty much I based it on me being 17 year old, years old again, and I ran into a werewolf. And I always tell people to get read the first chapter, and if you don't laugh at the first chapter, you're not going to enjoy the rest of it because my werewolf <laughs> ends up uh, eating the prom queen because she's a terrible person, and ends up uh, regurgitating her breast implant and then kicks her and talks crap to her because she's fake, just like everybody else. There you go. You might be interested in this. Um, maybe if you were to come up with a second book, you wouldn't have to self-publish it. Maybe there might be a publisher for you that would invest in you instead of you, you know... They're not nope. a printing press that says, "Oh, if you pay me money, I'll I'll publish your book." No, you know, I I went I I contacted every literary literary agent I could um, that dealt with horror, and they a lot of people gave it a chance, and they said it was really funny. We really enjoyed it, but it's not have what we're looking for Project. because we want Twilight at this time. Um, have you that's why I ended up. Yeah, that's why I ended up self-publishing it. I mean, I think I moved a 1,000 copies, which to me was awesome because, you know, it's literally like I had to do, again, all the publicity. But that actually really helped me learn. Um, that, that helped me learn how to prepare for Sledge and how to promote Sledge. And I actually do have a sequel, but it's not uh, the werewolf ends up actually meeting up with somebody else, and it's actually a uh, it's a vampire novel that involves uh, a, a certain topic and in indiv- group of individuals that will probably really, really piss them off if it ever gets released, but I think it would be hilarious. 
Well, like, oh, yeah. hey, it's uh, not worth it if you don't piss a few people off. Oh, exactly. If you're have not you offending someone, you're doing something wrong. Exactly. Have you tried black bed sheet books? Have yeah, I what? Grabowski, he, black bed sheet books. Maybe you should try them. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, basically, he, uh, Christian, uh, what it is is that Francie and Nick... Well, Nick runs black sheet bed books, which black is mostly horror. Books. Yeah, we will get it right at one point in time. They're mostly dealing <laughs> in horror books. I'm just joking. And people. you don't have to um, pay. Yeah, and what it is is Nick is the author of Halloween Four. Hmm. And so. And a couple other books that I've ever born and they put out a lot of good books, uh and stuff like that. So that's why I was Tom saying, Parker you know was yeah. on earlier was yeah. is one of Nick's authors. Oh no, that's that's great. I think yeah, that's the thing too, it's like it's so tough books. to push a book. Yeah, he's he's a great publisher. And I think he's taking authors right now. Nick, are you taking authors right now? Uh, he might. Okay, he might publish it uh, uh, at at the beginning of 2016. There you go. He's always looking <laughs> for great authors now. Well, I wouldn't say I'm great, but I can definitely send you one of my books and show you that. That uh, I have fun and I I make people laugh. His name is Nicholas Grabowski. Grabowski is the G R A B O W S K Y or Black Betsy Books. Yeah, and you know. That's something you know. Dive into. Yeah. You self-publish uh, one, but it's better if you, you know, you get a publisher behind you. Oh no, I I, I agree 100%. Like I said, it was it was more of a, you know, I, I I only got one negative review out of a thousand copies I sent out, which I thought was pretty awesome for well, for fact that, that's your revenge. And, yeah, um, I got a that's not bad. Review, and I'm like, Son of a. How do you stop those? It's like I went on Amazon and apparently I had a negative review and I'm like, you son of a! I think I know who you are. And I'm gonna. Okay, it's fine. Never. Well, no, I but went five stars to four oh. and a half because of one review. Oh, oh, where I'm, I'm oh. in from five stars to four and a half because of one review. What do you That's okay. you want to curse them out, don't you? Well, the the thing I've learned honestly with like Sledge and stuff is that Sledge is a movie that people either love or hate. I've gotten some of the meanest <laughs> meanest things said about me and my mom uh, than I think I I could have ever possibly come up with and. And the thing, the thing that I've learned, and again, one of my heroes is Kevin Smith, the writer of Clerks, director of Clerks, that kind of thing is. Oh um, man, he's just, like the best just be nice. speaker ever. Oh yeah, my the thing is, is just be nice because if you if you go off on them and you 
showed them that it actually bothered you and it upset you, um, they're going to use that against you and they're going to make you sound like and look like a terrible person. I've seen it before with horror directors that got a bad review and, you know, oh, yeah. all of a sudden they have like three or 4,000 retweets on a tweet where they wrote the guy, you know, threatening to stab his mom because of a bad review. And I'm just sitting there going, <laughs> oh, my take God. The bad review. yeah, take the bad review and just smile and say, thank you for taking the time to watch my movie. You know, I'm sorry you didn't like it, but hopefully my next project you'll enjoy. Um, I mean, I have a, I have a review, a video review from a couple, from a group of guys that I met. Um, I went to the screening of Muck at the Playboy Mansion, and they ripped me apart. Like they called Sledge a piece of shit. They called it this. They called it that. I mean, it was again, video-wise, probably the meanest review I've ever seen. But I wrote them. I go. Well, you either like Sledge or you don't like Sledge. You guys are on the side that don't like Sledge. Um, but I'm happy that you're passionate enough to rip me apart. Um, and Give I, you know, I thank you guys. Even type it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, that's well, you, you know what you could do? You could just get their pictures made up and, you know, throw darts at it. Well, I always say the worst reviews are the ones you print out and you, you hang because they put yeah. so much effort into hating it that I think that's sometimes better than a positive review because the positive review is like, I loved it, this was great, this was great, but you get the negative review and that person, you know, they put a lot of time and effort into hating it and hating, you know, you even though they may not know you. Um, and yeah. I always find that, I find that to be the most interesting. Talk about yeah. having a lot of hot air. Oh and, my gosh! You, you know, I did get a bad review, and I think uh, John Link, if you're still here, nah. Uh, was I think that? John's still here. Huh? Huh? I'm, I'm still yeah, here. I think I know who I got that one bad review from. <laughs> Come on, you and uh, I both. Okay, you know, he drives uh, oh, a big Jimmy truck, and he's not a little Yeah, you no, know what I'm talking about. I, I, <clears throat> well, well, I'll, I'll look so, at know, it this if way, If he spends Francis. that much time thinking about me, then he doesn't really have a life for himself. Exactly. Oh, here we go. Here we go, I mean, guys. everything, everything on YouTube, it's always reflected back on this person, and you know, and that's absolutely true. You know, if he's thinking about us that much, well, congratulations. That's pretty sad on his part. Well, yeah. here we go, uh, Christian. Uh, uh, before we end in probably like about how long, yeah, about five, about six, end, seven minutes, yeah. uh, give us your website and the Shadow Fairies uh, website so people uh, can my, go and check them out. Sure. Currently, uh, my production company is uh, com. so charliehotelpapafilms.com. Uh, there you can see the uh, the red band, not suitable for work trailer of BB. Um, it's also where my blog is. Uh, currently, Shadow Theory doesn't actually have a official website up yet, um, but we but do have. But IMDb uh, is way up in popularity. Oh yeah, you have that. Um, you can follow. 
uh, if you have Facebook, uh, just look up Shadow Theory and like us on there. Uh, they were doing a contest right now with signed posters, beanie, uh, a prop from the uh, prop from the short, um, <clears throat> and then you know I'm on Facebook. You guys can always add me. I, I I talk to everybody. I think I think that's the most important thing is just keeping active and and talking with people because again I'm a I'm a fan what first of all like in? yeah huh and uh, I, I yeah I'm a like fan first of all so that's show. that's the way that you should be um, yeah and then. Then Twitter is uh, shadow underscore theory. That's the uh, the Twitter page, and um, yeah, that's uh, you can reach us at any time. Joe, uh, the writer, and yeah. actually runs most of the sites. So, um, he, but he's he's very active, and again, you know, we're we're both just excited because it, it's it's awesome that just by posting these pictures and stuff, so many people are behind us and, and supportive. Oh, that's right. It, of course, uh, Kristen, uh, you know, thank you for being on with us as well. And Joe and Mia, uh, we got to thank them. Uh, sorry, Joe, that we lost you. Oh, yeah. We're not, we're not mourning, Joe. I'm sorry. We didn't kill him or anything. <laughs> didn't do it. Uh, but, uh, but thank you, Joe and uh, Mia as well. Uh, but again, Christian, uh, hopefully I'll run into you at some Monster Palooza. Yep, I will. I will definitely come by and say hi. And uh, if you want to talk, and, then we can talk then and yeah. discuss horror. Yeah, of course. And of course, for you that don't know, uh, I do a little cable show dealing with horror movies and stuff like that. So if you want to send me a trailer, feel free. Uh, I will play it on my show and stuff like that. So. No, definitely. It sounds great. Once we once Shadow Theory is uh, done. Um, 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 we're going to try to hit the festival market with it to, to get it out there to, again, let people see it and try to get funding to actually do the full feature for it. Um, but I think this short will, I mean, I know it's only going to be about 8 to 10 minutes long, but I can guarantee you it's <laughs> the 8 to 10 minutes is very action-packed and there's gore and there's blood. And it's the goriest thing I've done thus far, and Carlos Velarde was our special effects guy, and he did uh, the stuff he created, like the fake tongue and stuff is, awesome i think people will be blown away by it just because again no money you know independent project and i think we did it the right way all right I mm, that's a great it. thing that's right we're looking forward to it and of course uh, yeah, you definitely. know i don't know i don't know what happened to poor tom sawyer did we lose poor tom yeah, uh, a, lot of call, a lot of calls are dropped. Uh, but we do have I'm John Link. John Link, send us out. Yeah. John Link, my friend. <clears throat> okay, okay. Uh, this is John Link on Francie and Friends. Until next Sunday. So long. Oh, uh, by Bye, the way, thank you, everybody. Yeah. For that song. Oh, oh, oh! He got well. Uh, did you read the whole story that I I put on the Facebook? Yeah, I've been I've been asking that everybody that posted everything about Edward X. Young, Joe. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, yeah. Edward X. Young I got know. into a really bad car accident. Yeah, yeah. I, I I read that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I was telling everybody who's saying I'm about to go see Edward. Uh, I was like, please send Nick and nice love to him. How yeah, is he? He's, he's, oh, he's living on morphine pills. Oh, oh. no. Really? Oh. Yeah. 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 Uh, hey, Christian, are you still with us? Or did Christian hang up? Uh, we definitely want to have Christian, Mia, and uh, Joe come back as soon as maybe after Shadow Theory gets done. So we can promote yeah. some more. So yeah. There. Without yeah, losing the calls. <laughs> you know, sorry. Yeah, I'm not referring to everybody, but sorry, Blog Talk. You shouldn't be getting off callers. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Oh, yeah. I agree. How yeah, how is Edward? Huh? How is how Edward? Ed? Uh, well, he's he's in pain. Uh, if if he didn't take those pills, he'd be in agony. His uh, yeah. his his sternum, that's his breastbone, is is broken. His two oh. ribs are broken. Uh, wow. Yeah. This I is worse that. than when he's on pee in the Oh, yeah, much worse. Much worse than his knee. Yeah. Well, are you gonna, we hope Are you going to yeah. see him tomorrow? Oh, uh, no, they, they kicked him out of the hospital. And it was 70 miles away from here. That sounds like drive. something they would do to Ed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Well, yeah. hey, Francie, well, Ed, you know, we hope you get better. Yeah, hey, Francie. Well. Francie, yeah. do you know whose birthday was yesterday? Whose? Robert England. Freddy Krueger. Oh, oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Can I you believe that? Can you believe oh, he's 67? Today is Jeff Carroll's birthday, which is a Black Bed Sheet Books author. Jeff Carroll, oh. Nick, you want to say happy birthday? Happy birthday, yeah. Yeah, it's Jeff Carroll's birthday. Yeah, but can, you believe, that Ro- can you believe Robert is 67? 68. Wow. 68. Yeah. Well, they said 67, so I don't know. Well, it said on the Facebook 68. Oh, is it? Because oh, I, yeah. I saw it posted at 67. Wow. Oh, and, and he still don't look it. Nope. Yeah. God, yeah. don't people like that they're suck like, or what? like Hoffman and Sean Connery and all of them. They keep getting better looking with their age. Oh, I agree with Sean Connery. He's definitely hot. And Dustin Hoffman, oh my gosh, wouldn't you love your husband to be like that at 80 years old with his sexy little... I love you, honey bear. You got sexy legs. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, We got in this. Uh, John Link. Yeah. Tell Edward X. Young that Nick and I send our love for him. Yeah, I will, I will. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we've been totally worried about him, and yeah. we love him to death. Mm-hmm. 
and yeah, tell them that this is a bigger lawsuit than when he slipped on PP. Yeah, well. That was that was a joke. Because <laughs> remember he yeah, slipped well. on the PP. That, that, oh, that, no. Yeah, that's probably not funny because Susie Palermo died soon after that. Yeah. Um, no, we totally love Edward X. Young, mm-hmm. and we really yeah. hope he gets well soon. Yeah, Please definitely. give him our love. Mm, I will. And tell him to call us. I will, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, John, that uh, a proposal I made for you, this is between you and I. I'm not going to go. What's that? It What's still that? stands. What is it? You, you remember when I talked to you on the phone, you and I? Don't lose so much sweet sleep. Maybe you might want to come to California. No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I I was in California once. Well, actually twice. And I hate California. <laughs> I hate any rural area. Well, uh, maybe you can come here to be with Nick and I. It'll be better. <clears throat> No, it wouldn't, because I hate rural areas. Well, yeah, they do rule I like you the here. New York Lower East Side. Can't afford to live there, but I could. But I we're could in the suburbs. We're in the suburbs. Yeah, well, that, that's what I hate. I hate the suburbs. <laughs> okay, yeah. we're in, in, the suburbs in the suburbs and the city. Yeah, I'm in the John, suburbs oh, yeah. now, too, but I could get to New York easily. Quickly and easily, and that's you what I like about this You can get Sacramento and Hollywood easy. Yeah, but uh, nothing's like uh, uh, New York City, Lower East Side. John, I'll call you. I love you. Yeah. Okay, okay. Francie, I love Let you too. Let me help you take stress off of your life. Yeah, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I love John. Well. Uh-huh. All right. There you go. Okay, good. Uh, all right. How about if uh, we do a five-year confessional? A what? Right. Five-year confessional. I'm just a wannabe filmmaker. Actually, it is my hopes, dreams, and aspirations to make midget amputee porn. Edward <laughs> 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 Young ships me alcohol. On Saturdays, so it is here by Sunday night, by the time I start my show, and it makes me become a drunk. (laughs) I am wearing this uh, regimental style, yes. And I tell you, the kilt has caused many, many a a wondrous and, and amazing events at the cons that I go to. I always wear my kilts to the cons. I actually yeah. had an elderly woman. When I say elderly, I mean like in her 80s woman come up to me. She was just a guest at the hotel, and she's like, oh, I was wondering what a Scotsman wears under his kilt. She lifts it up, and she found out what a Scotsman wears under his kilt. <laughs> um, and what was her reaction to what the Scotsman was wearing or not wearing underneath his kilt? Well, I took her back to my room, Ron. I mean, you know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
So yeah. I, I definitely, I definitely want to thank you for definitely doing this show because I got a, I got a confession to make, and I hope you don't think I'm a weirdo for this. Oh. Your posters filled my wall as a teenager. Ah, uh, that's cool. <laughs> there you go. That's cool. Well, in the future, when I join Scientology and we go looking for a wife, they're going to come knocking on your door. <laughs> Hello, Scientology here. Uh, so you're, you're part of Scientology. What's that? Uh, so you're a part of Scientology? No, I'm a Catholic. <laughs> That's even worse. Hello, honey. Hello. Hello, we're here. Yeah, yeah. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.